God bless you. You're listening to Love Thy Neighbor. Uh, we are so glad to be on the air. Um, I've had a couple of weeks of uh, sabbatical and uh, just uh, getting some things together. But we're getting ready to go hard for the next few months, uh, really diving into some things uh, during this season. The Lord has really placed it on my heart to dive deep into um, just understanding the different forms of wisdom. God has has given us divine wisdom that is from him. But then there's other forms of wisdom. There's other forms of secret knowledge. There's other forms of prophecy. There's other forms of uh, uncovering our future and our destiny. And God has uh, ordained for certain things to be done certain ways. And the reasons for these things we're going to find in scripture. And so I want you to prepare to go on a journey with me um, to dive into scripture. And this is why we took so much time teaching you how to read, how to interpret so that as we go through these different studies that we're going to go through, that you are fully prepared, fully prepared to be able to um, exegete, to be able to explain to be able to understand what scripture is saying. And so today on Love Thy Neighbor, we're going to dive into wisdom and the different kinds of wisdom that there is. Get ready. Hang on tight. After these messages, we'll be right back. God bless. Welcome to Love Thy Neighbor. I'm just happy to be back on. Uh, Took a couple of weeks off, but I'm back and we're ready to go. Uh, We're jumping into a brand new season. Um, And in this season, we're going to dive into some uh, pretty deep stuff. Uh, Just been studying and preparing. Um, As I said, I had to take a few weeks off um, to really uh, deal with some things personally, but we're back. We're back on. Um, for those of you that have been looking for the book, be out within a week or two. I'm excited about that. Just finishing some final editing um, so that we can put it out and then we'll be beginning our next book. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, but we are back on. Thank you so much for those that have been supporting us and um, helping us to uh, just continue to do full time ministry. Uh, that's what we do. On a regular basis, I am a full-time pastor, um, full-time teacher of the word, full-time discipler uh, from sunup to sundown, from 6 a.m. prayer to (laughs) the time I lay my head down. I'm doing ministry. Um, That's my life, uh, being a missionary-style pastor. Some people don't like the term apostle, um, but I am sent. I'm sent to a people. I'm sent to bring the message of Christ to establish communities um, through the gospel of Jesus Christ, through the word of God, to teach and equip and mature and unify the saints, uh, to build them up. That's that's what we're all about. That's what we do. That's our life. 
And so we're thankful to God uh, for the opportunity to be able to do this. Um, years ago, I uh, thought about it and was very fearful. But now that kids are grown and out of the house, we're able to go full bore, full steam ahead. Um, blessings to all of you that are listening. As we dive into some pretty heavy stuff we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks, um, the mystery of godly wisdom. And and why are we talking about this? Because um, there there are some things that you need divine wisdom in. And so you have to be able to recognize um, what is the wisdom of God? How do I gain the wisdom of God? The Bible says if any man lacks wisdom. Let them ask. Um, And so uh, we want to ask for wisdom. We want to understand what is wisdom about? What is it for? Ultimately, God's wisdom um, is to give us an understanding, a deep um, and clear understanding of his will. Godly wisdom will produce an understanding of God's will. Uh, Proverbs 4, 7 says, um, in all of thy gettings, get an understanding, right? That wisdom is the principal thing. And in all your gettings, get an understanding. Well, the thing that you want to understand is that God wants his kingdom to come and his will to be done in your life. There are so many things that you're doing. There are so many things that you're attempting to do. There's so many things that you have on your heart and on your mind and on your list. So many goals that you have set, but To really, really be able to step into what God desires, you're going to have to have wisdom and that wisdom has to come from God. Um, And so we're going to dive into a very familiar passage today um, to start this off Um, over the next couple of weeks. uh, My goal is to uh, deal with the difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. Um, Also to deal with the hiddenness of godly wisdom and to deal with the wisdom of God um, as it relates to uh, the foolishness of men, because God's wisdom is so much greater than men. The Bible says that God's foolishness is greater than the intelligence of men. And so if we're going to really seek after a life that fulfills God's purpose that reaches God's goals, that, uh, that, that, that accomplishes God's mission and achieves God's assignment, then we're going to have to really dive into what true wisdom is. Now, this is a passage that I am very fond of, and um, every time I go back to it, I get more. And so in James uh, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17, we will find three very powerful things uh, among others. This is not the only three, but these are the three that I'm going to focus on. We're going to find the conduct of wisdom. We're going to look at the source of wisdom. And then we're going to look at the fruit of wisdom. So we're going to look at three things, the conduct of wisdom, the source of wisdom, and the fruit of wisdom. And so there's a difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. And James breaks this down uh, very eloquently in James chapter three, verses 13 through 17. Here's what it says. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show 
by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. The, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For wherever envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. So what is it that we're going to really understand here? Well, number one, the conduct of godly wisdom. He says that the conduct of godly wisdom is that the works are done in the meekness of wisdom. This word meekness is a very interesting word because meekness or gentleness, depending on your translation, means that you don't have to be aggressive. It literally means that you trust God so much that you don't have to make things happen for yourself. You don't have to push. You actually are passive in a good way. And your passivity is that I will wait on God. I don't have to push. I don't have to kick down the door. The door will open when God says so. And so a person operating in wisdom is not going to force their wisdom on you. Oh, God, a person that is operating in godly wisdom is going to be gentle towards you. They're going to be meek towards you. They're going to ask more questions than give answers. They're going to want to see you work things out and they're going to want to create an atmosphere where you grow and learn because they know that it doesn't need to be forced. So often we're dealing with people who have bitter envy and self-seeking in their heart. What does this mean? Literally self-seeking is selfish ambition. They are striving for an opportunity, which is the exact opposite of meekness. Meekness is willing to wait. I don't have to push. I don't have to kick down the door. But self-seeking is a person who's forcing their way here, forcing their way there, forcing their way uh, into situations, forcing their information and their knowledge on you. And it says bitter envy. That means it's poisonous. Bitter is an infection on the inside of you. It has anger and wrath, which infects everything that you do. And then when you put bitter envy, this bitter desire to be better, to be important, to be more known, to to have uh, more than what you deserve, that you, you, you envy others, but you envy others with a bitterness in your heart. A wrathful hatred, hatred in your heart and you have selfish ambition. He says, do not boast and lie against the truth. That's not the conduct of wisdom. People who are wise, I think about uh, back in the day, I was just talking to somebody about this today. There was a show called Kung Fu. Now, this is too old for a lot of people, but 
um, the I think it's David Carradine and he would walk around. He's a blind guy, kung fu artist. And he everything he did was so meek and gentle, but he could take out a whole room full of people with one or two moves. And he never was aggressive. He never got an uproar. He never had to prove himself. He never pushed. He never tried to force his way in. And that's the way godly wisdom is. God's wisdom uh, is going to just be there. And you're either going to accept it and be blessed by it, or you're going to reject it. When the Bible talks about wisdom crying out in the streets, it's not that wisdom is forcing itself on you. Wisdom is just announcing, announcing the right way to go, announcing the correct direction, announcing that there's a better way, but I I can't force you to go that way. But when you're bitter envy and self-seeking, you may try to force people to listen to what you have to say. You're going to be aggressive. You're going to bark at them. You're going to call them fools and sinners and heathens because they're not listening to what you have to say. It's not godly wisdom. And it's because that wisdom that they're operating in is not coming from the right source. So we see the conduct of godly wisdom in verses 13 and 14, but then we see the source of wisdom in verses 15 and 16. He says this wisdom, the wisdom that is self-seeking and bitter envy, this wisdom did not, does not descend from above, but it is earthly. Earthly means uh, the physical reality. It is that which is bound to natural everyday life. That when your wisdom is only Um, supported by what you see every day, by the world around you, by uh, this natural world, then that wisdom is not from God. It's actually separated from God. It comes from living life. But then there's a sensual wisdom. Now, this wisdom is apart from the faith that is produced by God. That you are operating in carnality. You're operating in your lower self. The Amplify says animalistic. You're driven by your passions. And so your wisdom, your ability to uh, reason, your ability to understand or, or, or problem solved is all about your passions, how you feel. Uh, The word wisdom here is the word Sophia. It's the Greek word Sophia, where we get sophistication from. It's also the root word for philosophy, which is the arts and the science of wisdom. And it's a variety or or diversity of wisdom that understands a lot of things. And so uh, if your wisdom is your sophistication or your philosophy is based upon earthly things or based upon your passions, just the things that you want, the things that you want to do, the things that you're passionate about. They're separate from God. And then the third is demonic. This means under the influence of demonic spirits. Yes, there's a wisdom in this world that comes from demonic spirits. There are people operating in things like divination and witchcraft 
and they can tell you some things, right? They can, they can explain some things to you, but where is that wisdom coming from? Is it coming from above? As verse 17 talks about the wisdom that is from above. So you see two sources. You see the wisdom that's not from above. It has three various uh, uh, um, manifestations. But the wisdom that is from above is very different. And so you see the source. What is the source of your wisdom? Is it the word of God? Psalms 1.1. Actually, Psalms 1 uh, verse 1 and 2. It says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in it does he meditate day and night. Where is his wisdom coming from? His wisdom comes from the word of God. God's divine teaching and instruction. See, that type of wisdom expands you. But it's not from this world. It's not based upon the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. It's based on the love of God, the, the faith that comes from God. And so the conduct is meekness and gentleness. The source must be from above, not from this earth, not from sensuality or demonic influences. And if it comes from the right source, you'll get the right fruit. You'll get the right fruit. Here's the fruit of godly wisdom. First, it's pure. That means without bitterness, without self-seeking, right? Without earthly or sensual or demonic influence, right? It's apart from confusion envy and every evil work it's peaceable so people who are self-seeking or selfish ambition they stir up fights they create rivals they they cause people to take sides but godly wisdom is peaceable which means it's a bringer of peace it is uh, it is what uh, the bible says blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. It, 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 it is, comes from peace. The Bible says that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace. And so someone operating in wisdom that is from above, there's going to be a, 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 a peaceableness to them. They're going to be able to bring peace. And then it talks about gentle or meek here. That means that this person is not powerless. They use less power. They're not powerless. They use less power. In other words, they don't try to make things happen. They allow God to work. They trust in God. And so it's not that I'm trying to force or move people, but I allow God to work. They're willing to yield. If they see that you have a point, they don't have a problem saying, yes, you have a point. But someone operating in an earthly or sensual or demonic wisdom they're not going to see your point. They don't care about your point because it's birthed out of selfish ambition, bitter envy, confusion, 
And so they, they're not, they're not going to reason with you. They're not going to listen to you. They're not going to hear what you have to say because they're afraid that, that what you're saying may come against their point. But someone operating in godly wisdom, you have the knowledge that is beyond human understanding that God can download to you everything that you need to know about a certain subject. You just wait on God. You just trust God. You're like uh, Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, you're diligent to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You don't have a problem because you know what the word says. You study it and you just let people uh, express themselves. And if they're correct, then you say, yes, I, I agree with that. If they're not, you slowly, gently, peaceably, purely guide them in the right direction. Full of mercy. Most people's wisdom is a hammer. Right? When, 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 when they're like, you know what? You're wrong. That ain't smart. That's stupid. <laughs> That's not from above. That's not full of mercy. The, the, the word mercy literally means compassion. It means to not give you what you deserve. It means to have compassion on you, to care for you, to, 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 to care about who you are, not just about what they, how wrong they think you are. And good fruits without partiality. People that are operating, we need more people with wisdom from above, especially in today's climate. With the racial tensions, with uh, the the tensions that are brought on by the coronavirus and should you wear a mask or not wear a mask? Should you open your churches or not open your churches? Should you be around people and not be around people? There needs to be someone without partiality that can listen to both sides, that can say, you know what, that sounds good. And, and, and I agree with that. And here's how we bring these things together. These are the points that we're really trying to make. We're really not trying to divide here. But 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 so many people are so partial. As a matter of fact, you know that it's got to come from above because we and ourselves all have implicit bias. We're all biased to a certain point. We are. We all have partiality to a certain point. And so we need God's wisdom in order to in order to overcome our own bias and our own partiality. Somebody ought to be praying for the fruit of God's wisdom. We need more of his wisdom because in ourselves we are so biased. But the wisdom that is from above is without partiality. And without hypocrisy. Wow. Without hypocrisy. They are who they say they are. Their wisdom doesn't change from one situation to another situation in the sense that over here they said this and over here they say something different. For this person, they say this and for this person, they say something different. And so it goes along with with partiality. If you're if you have partiality, you're going to be you're going to be hypocritical, too, because you're not going to be able to be have biased and still not be hypocritical. If you have a bias, you're going to be hypocritical. But if you're without partiality, if you're impartial, then there won't be a, a hypocrisy about you because you'll see everything 
the way you're supposed to see it across the board. And this has to come from God. That's why James 1.5 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Because there's a difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. A lot of the things that we do in life are based upon the wisdom of this world. That, that, that they're, they're based upon our own personal morality, right? What I deem to be right and wrong. And then I make judgments and decisions off of my morality instead of off of God's divine guidance. Or if I'm passionate about something, uh, you know, in this climate with social justice and things like that, uh, sometimes we're blinded to certain things that because we're so passionate about one thing that we, we become we become partial. And how do we stay impartial? We've got to seek God and seek his wisdom, the wisdom that is from above. And say, God, what are you passionate about? What is it that you that you see here that we need to do? And, you know, and we're going to talk about this in the coming weeks, but the wisdom of God is going to seem like foolishness to man. They are not going to agree with God's wisdom. The things that God deems to be right and wrong, people are going to say, no, that's not right. I don't agree with that. There are people who struggle with the fact that Jesus died for our sins. They're like, you know, I, I haven't committed any sins. <laughs> Why does somebody have to die for my sins? And how does that work? Because it's foolishness to them. And so we have to be careful of where we're getting wisdom from. We've got to first look at the conduct. How does this person operate? Are there works done in the meekness of wisdom or is it out of bitter envy and self-seeking where's the source is it just earthly wisdom is the source of their wisdom their passions and their instincts and just what they think and what they feel in the moment is it demonic is it witchcraft is it sorcery is it divination is it you know, things like astrology and tarot cards. You, do you know that there are Christians that have created Christian tarot cards? And they said, well, God gives us readings through this and God speaks to us this way. That's demonic. That is demonic. God doesn't need a tarot card to speak to you. He gave you his word. He gave you his Holy Spirit. And, and you've got to be able to sense and even when a person is doing that, right, someone operating in godly wisdom doesn't slam them, doesn't doesn't drop the hammer on them. They begin to speak with, to them and reason with them and talk with them and, and, and hope that they can lead them to Christ, lead them to an accurate understanding of the word of God. Because even in the church, there are these uh, people that are operating in earthly or sensual sometimes even demonic wisdom that cause these rifts. Whereas a person that's operating in wisdom from above can sit down with anybody, no matter what their belief system is and still operate in purity, peaceable, gentle. They're willing to yield. They're going to be full of mercy and good fruits. They're going to be without partiality. They're going to be without hypocrisy. They're going to sit down with these people and they're going to talk things through. This is what we need right now. 
People who have gone back to the word of God and have studied the word of God and have gotten the download from the Holy Spirit and are now taking people to a place of healing and deliverance, opening their eyes to things that, that, that the enemy may have blinded them to. But you're not going to do it through worldly, earthly, sensual, demonic wisdom. It's going to take wisdom from above. If you're listening to me today, I want you to pray with me right now. We're going to ask God for wisdom and we're going to pray in faith, not wavering. According to James uh, chapter one, verses five through seven, he says that if anyone lacks wisdom, ask and God will not reproach them. He will he will not make them feel bad. But if you ask, ask in faith, not wavering. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for myself and those that are listening. There are some situations in their lives. There are some things that they're going through that they need to be operating in wisdom that is from above. Lord, forgive us for our earthly wisdom based upon our own feelings and morality and what's natural. And forgive us for our sensual wisdom that's just based on our passion and what we're fired up about and what we think and our instincts and just what what, what we desire. And Lord, forgive us and set us free if we're under any type of demonic influence. God, we rebuke the enemy in our life right now in the name of Jesus. I say to the people of God, you go free in Jesus name. The enemy has no power, no right over you. You are a child of God whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And so God, I pray right now for freedom, freedom to receive a pure, peaceable, uh, willing to yield wisdom, a wisdom that is from above God, that is full of mercy and good fruit. That's without partiality, without hypocrisy. God, that you, you would just download your wisdom into us so that as we are making decisions, as we are having conversations, as, as we're dealing with things in life, Lord, as we approach major, major situations in our life, that we not be operating in an earthly, sensual, demonic wisdom, but a wisdom that is from above. Pour out your wisdom on your people today. And Lord, as we move forward, continue to teach us about your wisdom. Teach us about the depths of your wisdom and how much more you have given us. Because you have given us wisdom. You've given us access to a wisdom that, 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 that the rulers of this age could not know. That people uh, uh, that without Christ could not even understand. And so, Lord, help us. Help us to grow in our connection to you so that you can download your divine wisdom to us. God, I thank you and I praise you that right now, even as I pray, there is wisdom being poured out by your spirit in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you and I praise you in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. God bless you today. I, I, I pray that you enjoyed this. Look, stay tuned uh, for next week. We're going to be on every week. I know we've been off for a couple of weeks, but God has really fired me up and uh, rejuvenated me. And I'm, I'm just going to push forward and, and we're going to begin to dive into the mystery of godly wisdom. There's some things that God wants to reveal to you that are going to change your life. And so uh, give me your feedback. Let me know once you've listened to this, uh, that it's blessed you. If you have questions, comments or concerns, just reach out to me again. Thank you so much. Those that are supporting us uh, and those that are praying about it or maybe you've lapsed on your support. Uh, please uh, 
We definitely appreciate your help. And I pray that God blesses you for your your, your gift, uh, that he return it back to you, that God supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Uh, We just want to say thank you so much for listening. Share this with a friend. God bless you till next week. Stay tuned. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. God bless you. We'll see you next week.